Oh, what is the upskies, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the GX GamerCast. This is episode 36 of my weekly show where I talk about a random video game or a new video game or a topic or a review. So I just like to talk about video games. So once a week, I talk about a video game. And this week, I'm talking about a very controversial series Mass Effect. So this game is quite important to me and we'll get into all of that stuff in a big old talk about Mass Effect. But before we do that, let's talk about what I have been up to over the last week, the movies, TV shows, and video games I've been into over the last week. So let's kick it off with... Let's go with movies this week because I'm pretty excited to talk about this one. It's been on my radar for a little bit here, been wanting to watch it, and I've just pulled the trigger this week and I watched... The Menu. Uh, I watched it on Disney Plus, and oh baby, no spoilers. This movie was great. Uh, really, really liked the dark comedy of this movie. Really stuck the landing, like the ending. It was enjoyable all throughout. Just a very enjoyable movie if you like dark humor, and it had a really smart kind of a social commentary on it but it was done really well but not annoying really enjoyed the movie well done performances by everybody i liked uh, a lot of the characters were quite were really good it's um it's not a movie for children but uh, i highly recommend this movie it was quite good really really enjoyed the menu in terms of television shows uh still just been watching always sunny Fantastic! I still love that show, and I've been on. I got to season four of what we do in the shadows, and I'm at the point now with it. Uh, certain something happened in uh, what we do in the shadows, and I'm quite upset about it. So I don't know if I'm going to continue on and watch season four. I watched the first episode. I don't really like where it's going, so uh, I'll give it maybe another episode or two. I may just finish it just because. But um, yeah, I'm really sad in the way that uh, they finished off season three. So uh, without any spoilers. But if you know, you probably know, and if you've listened to what I've thought of this show over the last couple weeks, you may know uh, what what I love the most about this show. But anyway, moving on from that, uh, video games this week, I mean, really got into Jack and Daxter this week. I mean, whoa, uh, gonna have to do a episode on, I'm going to do a versus episode, it's going to be Jack and Daxter, the Precursor's Legacy, or we can just call it Jack and Daxter 1, whatever, or Jack 1. Versus Ratchet and Clank. So I'm going to go through that original series and more than likely put them up against each other because I. It's. uh, Revisiting these games has been quite interesting. So I want to have a a chat about those two games. So I'm not going to go into details, but I'm playing through Ratchet and Clank, the first game, and I'm playing through Jack and Daxter, the first game. And I'm enjoying both of them. So I want to talk about them in an episode maybe next week. I, I don't know yet, but, um, yeah, having a, a pleasantly good time, kind of on a retro kick where I'm just playing games that, I don't know, I just haven't played in a long time. So I put a lot of time into Mass Effect. I haven't started up Mass Effect 2 just yet. I still, I would like to. I just, I don't know, it's a big weekend for me. I just didn't want to start up anything too big in case, you know, I don't know. But anyway, uh, also just in my free time, been playing a little bit of Tetris Effect. Uh, my my opinions of that game, I don't know. It was way too overhyped for me. It's a great Tetris game. I mean, it's Tetris. It's great. I just felt like it's a little bit overpriced for what it is. It's kind of just Tetris with a lot of like flashy lights and stuff. But um, yeah, it's still a great game. It's a game that I have installed on the Switch at all times because I could just bust out a 
the Tetris game whenever, whatever. I mean, it's fantastic. So, yeah, playing some Tetris Effect on the side. And, of course, still playing through some Detroit Become Human on my YouTube channel. You can check the link out down below there. Great time with Detroit Become Human. Really enjoy that game. If you want to watch me play through that game like a silly billy, then you can go check the link out down below. I do every other update uploads on uh, throughout the week and then double uploads on Saturdays so some nice stream of content throughout there I feel like I'm already decided on my next game that I'm going to play on the channel it's going to be Resident Evil 8 Village I feel like I just I want to play that because I have the itch now that Resident Evil 4 is out there's a buddy of mine that's talking about it at work and it's making me really really want to play some Resident Evil so I want to play through uh, I'll play through Resident Evil 8 I'll upload that to the YouTube channel we'll start that series up whenever I get through Detroit Become Human so you can look forward to that that would be fantastic and I think that's just about everything that I've been playing it's been kind of a light week uh, but yeah shockingly been playing a Kind of can't put down Jack and Daxter at the moment. Uh, really enjoying visiting that game. I can't wait to get back to Jack 2. That's a game I grew up with. And uh, yeah, I'm really excited to get back to that one. And I'm excited to see what's next with the Ratchet series. Because uh, yeah, it'll just be a really fun episode to go through that. So if you have any other games that would be a really good versus, maybe that could be a, a fun series that I can do. I thought about making it like a triple threat and throw in Sly Cooper into that as well. Uh, maybe we can do that like the winner goes against Sly Cooper or whichever or something like that because I don't know there was just a lot of the, that style of game on the PS2 back in the early 2000s that action 3D platformer and I've enjoyed all of them I just kind of want to do a versus in which one I think in 2023 which one I think crowns to be the best so see which one aged the best so that'd be fun uh, if you have any good suggestions for some games that would be fun to put up against each other maybe some retro games and uh yeah that'd be a lot of fun so hit me up on twitter or you can send a message on youtube or you can send me an email all the links are down below for you and that would be great also I always let you know that uh you can let me know what you've been up to what you've been playing and all that stuff you can send in questions related to video games wrestling or hockey because i do other shows on this podcast i I also talk about do a weekly wrestling podcast and I also do a weekly hockey news show so if you're interested in any of that you probably see it down there if you want to check it out I greatly appreciate it and yeah that'd be a lot of fun so you can send in questions I'll read them on the podcast if you'd like me to and I'll answer them live that'd be a lot of fun or we could just have a private conversation whichever or is up to you that would be good so thank you very much in advance for that and I think we are ready to talk about Mass Effect I mean, what can we say about Mass Effect? It's one. I think it's one of those series that you rather love it or you hate it. And man, I I absolutely adore Mass Effect, even for all of its blemishes. Even Mass Effect Andromeda, dude. I liked Mass Effect Andromeda. Yeah, I'm one of those weird ones. So I understand. Yep, we'll see you later. I understand you're leaving, but I I would. I would really like if you would turn around and continue listening. I know I'm weird. I like Mass Effect. I like Mass Effect 2. I lo oh, love Mass Effect 2. I really liked Mass Effect 3. And Andromeda, I thought, was 
arguably the best playing Mass Effect. It was a ton of fun, even though the story, yeah, it sucked. But whatever, I like games for fun gameplay. But we are going to start at the very beginning, back in 2007, when Mass Effect made its debut on the Xbox 360, when this game was actually, it started out as an Xbox exclusive. And back in that console war, this was a very important game to me in that generation of PS3, Nintendo Wii, and Xbox 360. I was a Xbox 360 guy. I started on the Xbox 360. I ended with all three consoles. And all said and done, maybe we'll save that conversation for another day. And we'll talk about those three consoles in all. And I'll maybe put them up in a versus and I'll tell you which one I actually liked the most. If you'd like that, let me know if you'd like that as an episode. Actually, I'm just going to make a mental note of that. That sounds like a fun episode to do. Anyway, started with the Xbox 360. I didn't get this... I didn't get a 360 until 2007, so uh, it took a lot of convincing and saving up for uh, myself and uh, my parent uh, to get the Xbox because of the Red Ring of Death. It was uh, something that everyone was aware of in the time, and uh, yeah, my dad knew very well of that, and so did my grandma, so I had to do a lot of convincing to allow them to get that, and the reason I needed to get a 360 is because, well, that's what all my friends were getting. Every All my friends in high school we all had xbox 360s so that's the console i needed to get and man mass effect is one of the legendary games that i got in the one of the most i would say it's a top three christmas of all time in 2007 when i got my 360 and a bundle of games like my grandma went so overboard that christmas like i will never forget it it's it's a it's an it was an amazing Christmas. Like she just went out and bought every game that I put on uh, the list, and I I was expecting two of them, and she got me like seven. I was like, wow. So just you know, it may not be a big deal for some people. Like oh, seven games, that's whatever. But like we weren't very rich go- growing up. We were rather poor. So like that was a really really big deal to me. So in that lineup of the seven games that I got that Christmas, Mass Effect was one of them, and. Though it wasn't the one that enticed me the most at the time when I first got that massive group of seven games, I, I believe I went straight into Halo 3 because I that was just the one I wanted so badly. In 2007, dude, the Halo 3 hype was insane. And I guess a shameless plug, you can go back and listen to the episode that I did on Halo 3. So there you go. Thanks very much. So Mass Effect was in that in there. And oh, buddy, when I first... First got my hands on Mass Effect, so, like, this game was reviewing incredibly well back then. It, uh, Bioware was coming off of the massive success of KOTOR, Knights of the Old Republic, Star Wars, there you go. How's that? Is that easy enough? There you go. Uh, honestly, I've never played, uh, KOTOR, so, uh, yeah. I apologize, I really want to play it, but I'm just waiting for it to... Rather, it's going to get remade, or I'm I'm just going to buy them on the Switch and play them handheld, because that seems awesome. Uh, I've actually played it, my apologies. I've just never beat it. I've, I have played it. I, I actually have it on the original Xbox. Anyway, moving on. <clears throat> so, Mass Effect was an incredibly well-reviewed game at the time. Uh, lots of just high acclaim for its storytelling and graphics and world and just atmosphere and everything like that so yes this game compelled me quite a bit at the time I didn't know anything about Bioware I didn't really know anything at the time about uh, their prior games at that time I didn't play KOTOR I played Knights of the Old Republic after I played Mass Effect so there's that but 
yeah, man, I played this game and honestly, I, I really, really enjoyed it at first. And uh, I remember this vividly. I had to restart my game because I just picked a class that I didn't like very much. Now, I can't remember the class that I picked back then. All I can remember is that it didn't allow me to use uh, the weapons that I wanted to use at the time. And I was just struggling really, really badly with uh, getting through combat in that game. So I had to restart it. Again, I don't remember what class I picked back in the day. But I got through the game eventually, and I do recall having to stop. I stopped in that game because I got stuck, and yes, the notorious driving sequences in this game will be discussed. We will talk about that, but gotta finish my history my history lesson. So, <clears throat> I stopped playing Mass Effect around um, about midway point of the game, and I got into some other stuff, probably some multiplayer stuff. But I did end up returning to Mass Effect because I heard a lot of complaints about it, and I was like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to go back and finish it. And, like, I understood those complaints at the time. Like, yeah, the driving's a little bit nah, and the combat was a little bit nah. But um, there were some things that kept drawing me back to Mass Effect, and I think it was the story and some of the characters, man. Some of the characters in this game... Oh my goodness, I remember these, like, these are some of the characters that just stayed with me from that original playthrough. Like, I remember very vividly, I remember Rex, I remember Caden, I remember Ashley, I remember Garrus, of course I remember Garrus, and we'll talk more in depth about the characters, but... Yeah, the, this game drew me back, and when I played it, I finished the back half of this game was it blew me away. The second half of this game is where it really shines. And I understand, like, the first chunk of the game's pretty slow and it's not very it's not very good, the first part of the game. And this game definitely has some flaws that I'm going to talk about. So I revisited the, I, I revisited this game, playing it in the Mass Effect Legendary Edition trilogy. So whatever they changed and fixed. I'm just going to go through my experiences playing through that game because now that that is available, there's no real reason to go back and play the original ones because, I mean, Mass Effect 1 especially had a lot of loading problems even though they tried to hide them in pretty clever ways, I'll give them that. They used to hide the loading times while you're going up and down elevators, which oddly is still a problem in this new game. Not as egregious as uh, the original Mass Effect from my recollection, but um, yeah, man, uh, the first Mass Effect was definitely laying down some frame, some framework here that would definitely needed some work still. I think this game, honestly, was probably released a little bit too early. I think it could have uh, used a little bit more time. I don't remember the day that this game came out, but I feel like it was definitely before Christmas time because I got it for Christmas. So a good chance that they tried to squeeze it in before the Christmas holiday season. And uh, yeah, I feel like that game at the time could have got some more love, but this new Legendary Edition is quite nice. So far, so good. I mean, it's got an updated graphics. It's pretty good for the most part. We'll talk about all that stuff. So that is essentially my history with the first Mass Effect game. I'll probably... Uh, I almost can guarantee that I'm going to do episodes on Mass Effect 2, probably Mass Effect 3, and then Andromeda. I mean, I would have to be doing this podcast for quite a long time for me to reach into the Mass Effect Andromeda territory unless someone really wants me to, but um, I like that game, so there's that. 
I definitely will talk about my history with the Mass Effect. All I could say is that the first game, I loved it. I was virtually the only one in my friend group that I believe I'm the only one that's played Mass Effect in my friend group. I don't believe anybody has. And um, some work friends, uh, my friend Josh at work, he says he hates this series. And like, yeah, I could totally understand some people not liking this one. For me, I have a ton of nostalgia for this series. So uh, I was just in heaven replaying through Mass Effect again. Mass Effect 1 in particular is the one that I've only actually played through one time, though I have started the game three separate times, so um, I'm very familiar with the ungood first chunk of the game, and sadly not as familiar with the back half of the game, so revisiting that was a lot of fun. So let's get into talking about Mass Effect. So we're going to go through some stuff here. We're going to talk about the characters, we're going to go through gameplay and all that stuff. Basically just give it... A little review. We're just going to give it a review, basically, and um, going to go through some of the nostalgic moments for me in this game and um, some of the bad stuff, of course, and of course the good stuff. So, man, where the heck should we start with all of this stuff? Well, I guess first and foremost, I'll just say there will not be any major spoilers throughout this game. I will do my darndest to just kind of go around those major plot spoilers, but I'll try and let you know a little bit. So, um... This is an action RPG. You are playing as Shepard. You can name him or her whatever you want. I decided to go female. I named mine... I can't remember if I named her Ellen or I might have changed her name to Shaquille because I just love Shaquille O'Neal. He's one. He's like my favorite basketball player of all time, and I just love that name. So I used, I believe it was Shaquille Shepard, but she was a absolute piece of junk. She was. I went full renegade because I recall back in the day I went. Uh, I kind of didn't make a decision. I was just playing loose and you know didn't really actually make a decision. I was just kind of going by what decisions I would make on the fly. So I was basically neutral throughout my first playthrough this time I went full renegade just to be mean and when I play RPGs I don't know if I'm I might be on an island in myself but I like to play I like some people like to create themselves in RPGs that's fine and dandy I am myself 24 hours a day so when I play an RPG I like to make something completely wild like I like to be usually I like to play as a female and a different uh authentic authenticity or whatever be from I don't know I just want to be different I want to be completely different from who I am in a normal in my real life so that's how I like to play RPGs so I I don't know I usually would in normal times I would usually just go I usually just end up being a good character I don't like I do feel bad when I make bad like being mean in games especially back in the day man like I would feel super guilty especially like when we get to Fallout 3 in that conversation oh man did I ever feel guilty in some of the decisions I made in that game but now that I'm an adult I don't carry that kind of I just went full mean just just to see how it goes down because I wanted to experience Mass Effect in a different way and that's one of the major things about Mass Effect so you can decide you want to be mean you want to be evil do you want to be good do you want to be a paragon do you want to be a true leader someone that someone looks up to or do you just want to be scum of the earth getting the job done i don't care how it's done or you could just kind of play loose and and fast how i did the first time you could be good sometimes you could be bad sometimes and that's one of the great things about mass effect so the decision making in mass effect though the what do you call it the conversation wheel it's gotten a little bit aged in in uh for me honestly because i don't know it's pretty i don't know it doesn't really feel that 
important when you're making like I don't know just normal decisions because you always know it it comes in like three varieties you know if you go up it's the good guy answer if you go in the middle that's the neutral answer if you go down that's the bad guy answer so I was just always kind of not paying attention that much uh to the answers because I was just I just always know I was going down so I would I would chalk that up as kind of a negative to to that in the general sense of conversation but when it comes down to the major decisions in Mass Effect they actually have major consequences because your decisions go on to the other games so when you start Mass Effect 2 you can bring over your save from Mass Effect 1 and all the decisions that you made rather it be evil or good they will come over and have major effect of how that second game goes down and the third game so me knowing that well now back then I didn't know that there was going to be more Mass Effect games like it was kind of known like Okay, and that's that's not true. I did know that because I definitely had a, a video game magazine at the time. So it's more than likely why I got into it. But yeah, I didn't know that it was going to be, you know, holy crap. So your decisions mean uh, a lot in this game. Bioware is known for that. But honestly, I just feel like the conversation wheel is a little bit dated. But I still had a lot of fun. The The conversations are fun. The renegade, the bad guy answers are really, they could be really ruthless at times. They could be really, really funny. It's a little bit basic and... Um, but it's quite fun. Like, I liked being a bad guy. It was a lot of fun for me because generally I'm always a good guy. So it was a lot of fun going through as a bad person. And that gives this game some replayability. Though I don't like games that do replayability in that way. Like, oh, play through a 20-hour RPG as a whole good guy and a bad guy. I know you can do the save thing, which I did in Fallout back in the day. Thank you very much. But... Moving on, so the Paragon, the decision-making system is really cool, and it is an action RPG. So you're given weapons, you get to choose a class at the beginning of the game, and of course you get to create your character. And the, the created character, at least in this one, and I, from what I can recall back in the day, was quite darn good. It was fun in this one, it's quite customizable, you can make your face look really weird. I made mine, she kind of looked like a duck person with a really long, kind of Squidward-like head. It was really good. I really enjoyed the customization. I have a lot of fun with that stuff. Yes, there are better customization engines and things in other games, but this one did the job. I had a lot of fun creating Shaquille Shepard. She was awesome. So you get to create your character, and then you get to uh, create your class or pick your class. And you even get to create your own little backstory. So you get to choose, like, between three major kind of story backgrounds for your character. I believe, for me, I just picked like I was a basically a street rat and grew up in like orphanages and stuff so just to, just to kind of make it make sense that why I was such an angry person <laughs> in my adulthood so you get to do that which is really cool and like the character like that actually like they discuss that throughout the game so it's kind of a cool little decision there so I really enjoyed that that was cool and you get to pick your class so I'm not, I honestly have kind of stuck to a very similar path when it comes to uh, gameplay. I tend to be a Vanguard all the time, especially in Mass Effect 2. I will not be playing as a Vanguard. I, I swear to myself I would not play as a Vanguard again because I played through Mass Effect 2 three different times and I played Vanguard every time because it's just so freaking fun. But I chose the Vanguard in this one because... I just thought it would be cool, and I'm familiar with it. It's definitely not as good as the Vanguard in Mass Effect 2. When we get to Mass Effect 2 someday, we'll discuss that. But uh, I chose the Vanguard for my playthrough this time. It was a fun class. I enjoyed it. 
I was able to use all the weapons, so you get uh, four weapons to use throughout the game. You get a pistol, you get a shotgun, a sniper rifle, and an assault rifle. At least for my class, I was able to use all the weapons. From what I can remember, I think this might have been something they upgraded into this Legendary Edition, because as far as I can tell, you can use all the weapons, and it just to um, varying how good you are, like how efficient you are with the weapon, depends on how uh, your class, but you can use every weapon. As for, from what I can remember, that wasn't the case in the original Mass Effect. You would have to be a certain class, like say you, you're the soldier, you can use all the weapons, but if you're like a pure biotic, there's like, you can use the pistol and, and maybe a sniper rifle, something like that. But anyway, in this one, I was able to use all the weapons. It was a lot of fun. They felt good. They felt satisfying. You're able to upgrade the weapons all throughout, which is fun. You're finding weapons left, right, and center. So um, you're kind of up, like, in the upgrade and weapon menu a lot, I found, because you're just getting weapons constantly all the time. So by about, like, the the back third of the game, I just was kind of skipping all the crates because, like, I was loaded up. I really didn't need the upgrades anymore. But, yeah, lots of weapon variety. They don't really look all that different but they actually some of them do have different feels like some of the assault rifles will have burst fire some of the sniper rifles are a little bit more i don't know bolt actiony feeling and some are more semi-automatic so the guns have a little bit of variety to them you're also you can like find uh, little upgrades for the weapons to give them more power you can upgrade the ammo so yeah it's an rpg so there's a lot of lot of stuff there that's just the weapons and then the powers i mean the powers is where you can have a lot of fun with this game so depending on the class that you choose there's biotics tech uh and then just like straight up weapons so you can do all the classes kind of mix you can have class that's really strong in biotics which are like kind of telekinetic powers in a way so we'll talk more about the powers in a second Technical is kind of like uh, they're really good with computers. They're good at hacking. They can control robotic enemies and stuff like that. They're, that's the one I want to try out, I think, in my next playthrough. Because it's kind of one I've never really played with. I've done a lot of biotic stuff. I've done Vanguard a lot. Soldier is just kind of like very generic like i understand like soldier is fine i've tried it and it's it's okay but um yeah i like to play with the powers so soldier is kind of the one I, do, I just don't bother with it's uh yeah anyway so the powers in this game are really cool so i was the vanguard so i got uh, an ability called lift which is <laughs> pretty fun it's quite useful so like if an enemy is behind cover i can i can use lift and it'll lift the enemy up off the ground and they'll be completely vulnerable they can't do nothing when they're up in the gravity pull of lift and the stronger that you the more you upgrade your uh, that ability the more heavy things that you can lift and it's it's quite useful i really enjoyed lift throw by far was my my favorite one to use it is exactly what it is you just fucking boom you just throw a bitch it's really satisfying you can launch them off of cliffs you can launch them into explosives you can launch explosives at them freaking awesome that was the one i upgraded to maximum right away just got a whole bunch of just fucking tossing bitches very fun power to use uh, i got barrier which is you just put up a barrier field the stronger you make it the more you upgrade it the str the more damage it will take for you 
There's even some really cool weapon abilities that you can unlock and upgrade as well. One is just called Carnage, which is a pretty uh, well-known power throughout the game. You, you equip your shotgun and it just shoots out a big old ball of energy. Very effective. One is uh, it just recharges all of your powers and you can just bam, you can just use them all again. Because they do have a recharge time. But again, the more you upgrade them, the less that time is. So the powers are a ton of fun. I mean, they get even better as the series moves on but even for the first mass effect i remember struggling with the powers in the original one kind of just i didn't really understand how to use them so i do believe i i'm almost certain i went to a soldier class back in the day just so i can get through the game i found it kind of difficult back then but now with I, i'm kind of a mass effect veteran not gonna lie played a ton of mass effects so i was quite familiar with a lot of the powers and everything so i may have had some familiarity and just it just kind of all came back to me when i started playing i'm like oh yeah i remember all these powers this is great that's great awesome so they were really satisfying to use they were really helpful oh my goodness so many times and, and like you can combine the powers into like cool combos like on the fly like i would sit there and do lift throw them up in the air hit them with a throw they just get launched into another dimension it's out of control so much fun and there's this one enemy so we'll talk about enemies in depth uh, in a second but one enemy just runs at you a lot and whenever it i see it running at me i'll just hit it with a lift and it just goes zoom it just goes zipping right by and it just oh it's so freaking hilarious so lift had a lot of really funny potential there's a lot of funny stuff that you can do with the powers so let me know what was your favorite mass effect class what is your favorite power in the mass effect series honestly all in all, I love the Vanguard, the the whatever that smashing ability where you just turn into a ball and you just launch at the enemy. By far my favorite thing to use in the game. It's incredibly fun, but that is for Mass Effect 2. So now that we kind I kind of teased the the characters and the enemies and stuff, let's go to the next big part of Mass Effect, and that is its story. That is the characters that are within the story and kind of the world and everything that is built around this incredible universe. That is Mass Effect. So, basically, you're playing a shepherd. You're a commander of a, of a fleet, and this um, this kind of a enemy returns out of nowhere. And you're like, "What the heck is this enemy?" So they're called the Geth, and the Geth have returned, and they're kind of doing some stuff that is not very cool. And these Geth, they're really cool looking, I must say. They're kind of these robotic, organic, synthetic looking robot-y kind of dudes. I don't know. They're really freaking cool. And I must say, as a side note, not really a side note, but a major note, the design of this game is fucking awesome. Like, come on now. Like, the, the designs, all the different aliens in this game, all the different planets that are in this game, it's pretty freaking outstanding. And it was incredible back in the day. I mean, in 2007, open world games and all that it was still pretty new at the time it's not like it is nowadays like almost every game is kind of in a way an open world in most of its most of the major games nowadays back then it was pretty new so this was really really impressive stuff the the amount of stuff that they put in mass effect was like i said very impressive so gotta shout out the design of uh, of these characters but the geth themselves very cool enemies so they start showing up and uh, some colonies start getting attacked. So we're trying to figure out what's going on with these Geth. So they're robotic, and um, that's where the tech 
uh, abilities really come in handy because you can hack these things because they're like robots, right? So you can hack them to kind of fight for you. So that's really cool. I like to have them just as um, as my side. So I guess I should mention I kind of missed this in the gameplay. You run in a squad. So you're always in a squad of three. You will meet characters that will join your, uh, your mission throughout the game. So you always get to bring out a squad of three. All your squad members, they're of a different class, so you can you can kind of combine your uh, your group to kind of, uh, I don't know, make your abilities. Wherever you're weak, you can bring in a different character. So, like, my dude was kind of a weapons and biotic specialty, so I always would try to bring a tech with me. And, um, yeah, tech, def- tech was definitely on there and probably a weapon specialist, but you can mix them up. I had, I went, like, you can go really biotic heavy and just fucking go nuts throwing bitches around throwing up barriers i mean that tons of potential right there for just tons of combinations you can go just super heavy with a lot of combat strength and like yeah man it's a lot of fun so you can go on to you can go into any mission you can try out a whole bunch of different combinations it's really freaking fun so all that is really fun but there are some things about the gameplay that don't really feel all that good i must admit so Let's do, let's talk about the vehicles out of the gate. So I know everyone hated the vehicle controls back then. I I knew I know that they were bad. They definitely took some getting used to back then. I know I didn't like them at first either, but I do remember it got better throughout the game. And in this one, it's fine. It's not ideal. It definitely controls similar to the way that you drive in Halo, but it's not as it's not as crisp as Halo. And the shooting on the on the on the, what the fuck is it, a, a fucking Land Rover or some shit, I don't know, it's fine, the shooting's fine, you can zoom in with it, you can also, like, jump and stuff, which is, it's useful for, like, dodging some of the missiles, I find, you can just kind of jump over the missile, which is good, but the traversal of some of the, some of the planets is a real pain in the ass, but, like, it's kind of good, at least in this, in the new version, you can kind of get over anything, like, you can traverse over any rock, any mountain, it's a pretty, a uh, decent vehicle. I thought it was okay. It's not. It's definitely not good, but it was fine. It wasn't like game ruining, which for some people I believe it was back in the day. But I'm happy to say that it's definitely improved in the legendary edition. So you have that, which is decent. The squad AI. So the squad AI, from what I can recall back then, was a little bit problematic. So you have the option. You can kind of control them a little bit. You can use the directional pad, and you can tell them like, oh, go stand over there, or go stand over there. You can press rather up or down to tell them to regroup or to stay put so that's pretty much all you can do in terms of telling them what to do otherwise they're up to their own abilities and their own devices for the most part they're pretty good in this game uh they did get stuck a couple of times but for the most part that wasn't really a problem uh they would go out and get themselves killed at times Uh, looking at you tally you would go out and get yourself killed quite often uh but yeah for the most part they're pretty good there was an option in this game you can i could i just turned on like free use of their abilities you can kind of make them more defensive more offensive i just said yeah use all your abilities you can you can use the option where you can um you can use their abilities for them but i found in this game i didn't have to do that so i would say the ai was improved in this game they weren't really a problem for me enemy ai a little bit kind of questionable i I know back then wasn't wasn't amazing you would definitely be able to just walk up to some of the geth and just smack them and they wouldn't even know what just hit them but 
for the most part in this one they were a little bit aggressive at times like they definitely knew how to flank you if you were sitting still they would come around and they would swarm you one would come from the left and one would come from the right and some of them like i said they would just charge at you there's definitely some enemies that would just fucking sprint at you and and could definitely cause some problems so i think the ai in this game was pretty solid not amazing um, but for the most, I didn't have any problem with it, so it was okay, but it didn't, like, there wasn't really any use of strategy, I wasn't utilized, I wasn't telling them where to go, and, like, it's just a rather, make it a part of the gameplay that has more feel to it, or just let the AI do what the AI is going to do, so that's my opinion on that, and then also, the, fuck man, like, moving around a little bit in this game was a little annoying, like, Shepard has the worst stamina ever, man, like, he or she, she can only run for, like, what, three seconds, and she is gassed. Like, your stamina meter is so short. Your movement, like, you're kind of like a light jog. It's okay speed, but damn, like, I'm, I want to move a little bit faster. And there's no way that a commander of an alliance military can only run for a maximum of three goddamn seconds. I mean, what the fuck is that shit? So that was really annoying. I mean, all the boosts were a little bit annoying. The car boost as well. It was only like, and it's like, that's it? Like, really? Like, this is probably like an $80 billion vehicle. You're telling me that's all the boost we got? Like, what the fuck is this trash? Like, oh my goodness. No wonder we're getting attacked. But man, also they don't have like, they have a map. The map is okay. The mini map though, like what the hell is that mini map even doing? It barely does anything. Like at best... It has nothing, it's just a, cir a black circle with your dot, so it just kind of tell. it's kind of mostly just a compass, and then when there's enemies, they'll just be little red dots, so it's more of a radar, I guess, but yeah, it wasn't really useful, so I would always have to go into the menus constantly to look at the map. It would have been really good if they just had, like, you press the select button or something, and, like, a bigger version of the map would pop up, so I wouldn't have to go into the menus all the time and get through all that crap. So that's a lot of the stuff in, in terms of the, the gameplays that bothered me. One of the bigger things that's, that's a problem with this game, they definitely fixed it in Mass Effect 2, but there's a lot of exploration in this game. You're literally free reign to explore a universe and a galaxy of galaxies. There's like a whole bunch of little universes, and inside of those universes are planets to explore. Now, you can't land on every single planet, and there's not necessarily something to do on every planet. Every planet does have a name. It has a little bit of a information on the planet which is nice i mean it's a nice touch a lot of work was put into that did it add a lot to my gameplay throughout this playthrough no not really not really at all i will admit and exploring the planets was kind of a pain in the ass because the worst thing about it is it doesn't track what planets what where you have and haven't been i mean i've so i would just say right out of the gate if you're going to be exploring the planets try and do it in order that's what i tried to do at best and yeah sadly it doesn't say like oh 100 complete on this planet you you explored everything on this planet it doesn't do that it's just it's just an empty galaxy if you've been on that planet like i a few times i went into a planet and i'm like i'm driving around I'm like oh okay i've been here i checked the map and it's like okay yeah these are this is all done okay i've been here thankfully it doesn't take a long time to get out of the planet it's it's actually like kind of instant so that's really good 
Uh, but that's unfortunate. That was a really, that actually led me to not exploring everything because by the end of the game, I just kind of lost track of where I have and haven't been. So I'm like, fuck this shit. Like, I'm not going to explore everything. And for the most part, it's, they're not really all that exciting. Like the planets that you can land on and do some side missions, they're pretty fun. They're okay. For the most part, it's kind of like simple work. You're going down there, maybe clear out a little outpost of Geth, or you're going down to get down to see uh i don't know there was a distress signal down here so you're going down to check it out stuff like that some are okay sometimes you get into little quarrels with people when you get to the stations the side missions were decent they're not too bad they weren't amazing though they didn't stand out or like oh man i don't think any of them really stood out to me there was a couple of the side missions that like stood out to me as not being very good i must admit uh there's one one solar system uh you have to go you go to a moon or a friggin' planet or something. Anyway, you just you there's all these monkeys and there's like six freaking groups of monkeys and you got to travel all around this planet and you got to inspect every single monkey looking for this specific monkey. I was like, "What the fuck is this shit?" Like, I, that was one of the early ones that I did. I was like, "Oh no, does this game have a whole bunch of these like shitty kind of fetch questy side quests?" And yeah, there was definitely a couple of them, but this one was definitely the most egregious. I was like, "Oh god, are we are we fucking kidding me with this shit?" Um, there is one really cool thing though. You can actually find our, like our real solar system out there. You can find earth, you can find Saturn and Venus and fucking Uranus, all that great stuff. And there's even a mission that you get to do, which like at first I thought like, oh, it's just something that you can explore, but there's actually something you can do there. And it was pretty good. Like you, uh, the, well, the mission was a little bit monotonous, not, not going to lie. It was, it was a little bit monotonous, but I really liked the touch that you could sit there and go to our moon. And like, I put a picture up on Twitter and like, I was on the moon and I got a picture of earth from like the mass effect. I was like, Oh, that's so freaking cool. And yeah, the mission that you do on there, it's, it's a little bit monotonous, but the reward that you get for finishing that mission is dope. You get an additional talent. So you just get to pick a different, uh, ability that you didn't have. I forget which one I picked, but it was, I was like, Oh snap. Like, Oh, okay. Like, thank God that this kind of shitty mission, actually had a good payoff so that was really cool but yeah like i said for the most part the side quests didn't really appeal that much to me some of them were straight up like trash like there's like three or four of them where it's just find and collect a whole bunch of rather resources or metals or something like that so you would have to go to planet to planet and it would be like oh you can scan this planet you would scan it's like oh it had this resource on you like oh cool can i use it for anything it's like no not really you're just collecting it it's like oh Okay, so another thing that they improved on in Mass Effect 2 was uh, the traversal and the the ex- exploration of all the planets. In this one, it's fine, but like, yeah, you can't keep track of where the fuck you have and haven't been. So that really is a minus because that sucks ace. The main missions, though, for the most part, were really good. Uh, like I said, though, in the first bit, it's a little bit slow, but the ending, man, like the last, almost like the last half of the game was really, really good. Once you start getting to some of the, once you get your cast of characters together, so one of the main quests is you're just kind of going out, you're finding certain party members of your squad, and uh, I'm not going to lie, I kind of got the Asari a little bit later than I was probably supposed to. I kind of missed a major... Uh, a little bit of a thing that you could have done with one of the boss fights if you had her in your party i didn't have her yet so i was like ah crap i kind of missed that which it kind of sucked in a way but man there were there were some there were some tough spots throughout this game i know when i got to pharos the the thorian mission was i found that one to be quite tough so like 
you're just it's it's a little bit it's kind of a, a monotonous level as well like you're just kind of going up floor after floor killing a whole bunch of zombies and this fucking biotic bitch that just keeps respawning on every floor you kill her and then the thorian thing spits out another copy of her and then you got to deal with another like fully loaded biotic asari who just puts up a big shield and yeah she's kind of a she kicked my ass a handful of times and I died a lot, and when you die, you got to start all the way back down at the bottom, go back through all the floors, and I was like, fuck, that one kind of sucks, so, yeah, that was one of the earlier missions, I also found that, no, I don't know if it's Novera, or Novera, or whatever, Novera, Novi, Novaria, that place, sucked, no idea how to do that fucking core puzzle first off, just got to say that, I had no idea what the hell that was, had to look that shit up, or I think I just got it by chance. All the elevators, oh my god, man, the elevators in here. I kept getting, I got lost, so I kept going up and down these fucking elevators. And thankfully, it's not the OG Mass Effect where elevator rides took like 30 seconds. But even in this game, the elevator rides still took time. It was like 10, 15 seconds, some of them. So they weren't like, zoom, you're, you're fucking up there like I was kind of hoping for. So that place sucked ass with all those freaking elevators. And finding that matriarch, man, like I said, I got lost in this place and it took me an embarrassingly uh, large amount of time for me to find this this freaking matriarch. I was going up and down these elevators. I was like, where the hell is she? And she was ba literally, basically, I'm just a moron. And she was like, basically right beside me the whole time. Anyway, that place annoyed the hell out of me. And that matriarch, she's the one, that's the boss fight that really, really stumped me the first time I played Mass Effect. She was tough. But... I must say, this time I absolutely mutilated her. We were, I was so powerful by that point. Like, we absolutely just shredded through her barriers. And yeah, she was a, no problem at all to beat this time around, thankfully. But I remember her well when I got, I was like, oh no, here it is. Here's that boss fight that basically ended the game for me. And then when, oh, when you go to uh, Asteroid X57, oh my god. That, those freaking, they look like they have asses on their face. The Batarians? Oh my god, they're so evil. Like, I love them. I was like, oh, you're just like me. And sh like how I was playing as Shepard because I was being such an evil bastard. And these dudes were like exactly my people. But I had to kill them because I'm more evil. But those dudes are ugly as hell. They got like fucking five eyes or some shit. It's crazy. It was a good mission. You got a really like tough decision to make in that one. I'm not going to say what, but oh. Oh, and dude, the the one moment, the moment that stuck with me for Evzies, this, um... I don't know, I don't think, I, I can't really spoil it, but if you know, you know on Mass Effect. The moment with Rex on Vermeer, I mean, oh my goodness. So my first playthrough, um, my time with Rex, I loved Rex. Rex was like my boy. Like, Rex was always in the squad, like... I fucking love Rex. Like, Rex is is the homie. Almost, I, like, I think Rex is probably the homie in this game. Like, Rex was awesome. And, oh my goodness, I was so happy to with my playthrough this time around with Rex. I can't wait to continue on and uh, see what's going on with Rex, man. I mean, oh, that moment, though, like... It was so hard the first time when that happened in my first playthrough. Like, it didn't go the way that I wanted it to go down. And I had to make a really tough decision, and it was not fucking cool. And uh, the other decision with your squad mate that you have to make a little bit later on, uh, definitely I had to go with the much more unpopular decision that I would imagine for people, just because, like, I don't know, like, he kind of sucks, but... 
If you know what I'm talking about, you know. And uh, yeah, I just went with the opposite way. I really didn't want to, but I just want to see how it goes down in the long run, if it's actually going to make a really big difference. But um, we'll talk more about the characters in just a moment. But the final mission, dude. Oh, man. That final mission was freaking pretty freaking awesome. In turn, It kind of was like, kind of like the final escape with Halo, and you're just driving through all these explosions, and shit is going down. Sadly, the final boss fight was kind of, eh, it wasn't that great. Like, it's kind of, I don't know, it reminded me of another really annoying enemy in the game. It just kind of jumps, ar- it's another, it's a geth. And it just jumps around on the walls, and it shoot. it's like snipes you with its laser. It was basically fighting that... But a little bit, it was a, definitely a stronger version of it, and it had some backup with it. it. had some Geth shooting around with it. It was pretty easy, I would say. There's two fights with it, and I thought it was pretty easy. It was okay. I definitely remember being underwhelmed with that boss fight the first time I got there. I was like, oh yeah, here we go with the final boss fight. And it was like, yeah, it was fine. Like that final sequence, though, when you go to the going back to the Citadel and seeing it in that situation really fucking awesome i love the final uh, situation in this game though the boss fight left a little bit of a sour taste in my mouth you also get a really major decision at the end of the game and i know for a fact that one has some business to go on with the second game so oh man i can't wait to get into the second game but jesus where do we go next we still i still need to talk about the music I still need to talk about graphics and and the voice acting and 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 the characters. I mean, we should really really get into the characters, man. I'll start with Shepard. So Shepard, um honestly, I've never been a big fan of the voice. I don't know, just the way that Shepard is in the first game. It's a little bit generic. It's a little bit, I don't know, a little awkward, I would have to say. Probably the most stiff character in the game is Shepard. Everyone else, I will admit that Garrus isn't really excellent in this game um i won't say much more about garris other than that i'm going to kind of pretend that i don't know what the future is for a lot of these characters later on in the series if that makes sense so i'm just trying to uh keep it to my experience with them to this game so with garris it's just how garris is in this first game in the first game he's a little bit boring he's a little bit reserved but he's cool as fuck dude i mean garris the whatever the hell species he is is so freaking cool they look they have like that predator mouth thing going on he looks awesome but they all all the aliens speak english aside from maybe a few of the not main aliens there's a lot going on okay there's a lot of alien species in this game you got like your kind of your main ones which are like the quarian the humans the uh sorry and the turian and the uh, a whole bunch of other characters are really cool but i think my favorite oh man i don't know i think the turian might be my favorite whoever whatever garris is i think that i don't know man there's a lot of really cool i mean tally those like the like robotic with the helmet on because they can't breathe our our air and i mean those aliens like again i can't really go into how how that it, that character develops into the second game but they're really cool i mean i think straight up garris alone just looks like the most badass um tally's really cool the asaris are kind of your most generic alieny. like they're, they're they're kind of like pretty in the face i guess i don't know like you're supposed to have sex with all these things too like i didn't even get that i don't know i think it's because i was so mean to everybody no one wanted to have sex with shepherd i was like what what is it because i've just been chirping all y'all and calling you losers and stuff no one wants to have sex with shaquille shepherd what the fuck 
Anyway, um, yeah, the Asari are pretty cool. They're, like, smart. Again, um... A lot of it was just like visual, like they look cool. the The character development is is way more, uh, way better developed in the second game. This one you kind of get introduced to them. A lot of the characters are mostly reserved. You got your, I mean, Joker. Joker's there. He's the captain of your ship. He's voiced by Seth Green. You might know him as, uh, from uh, what do you call it, Austin Powers, Doctor Evil's son, Scotty, um, Chris. You know, anyway, he's pretty good in this game. I like Joker. Again, it, I think I didn't get the best version of the characters because I was being so mean to them. But I know all these characters very, very well. And they're all charming. They're really nice. Uh, Rex, man, I oh, I love Rex. I mean, oh, Rex is the homie. I love Rex so much. Um, the bad guy, Saren. I mean, he's pretty good. Pretty good bad guy. Kind of a dummy, though. Like, at the end, when he's kind of explaining everything, you're kind of like, damn, dude, you're so dumb. You got brainwashed big time. But he was pretty decent. He's a pretty good bad guy. You don't really actually get to see all that much of him. He's kind of like the guy behind the scenes. And then the main, main bad guy, he's like, you don't actually ever see him really at all. But um, there's a couple characters, actually, I don't know, kind of one character that I didn't like that much, and the only dude that I didn't really like, aside from some of, like, the annoying, um, what do you call it, politician-y types in the game, I didn't really like any of those people, but, uh, Caden, I mean, I really didn't like Caden all that much, and, uh, he was just kind of annoying, and, like, I kind of understand his deal, because he's, like, He's got, uh, like, this old version of some sort of technology, some chip in him, in him or something. It's old, and it causes him, like, a lot of pain, but he needs to use the old one. So he's basically always got a migraine. So I can understand a person who has a constant migraine maybe not being the best person to be around. But, like, why would you make a character that's, like, oh, he's just kind of a lame person that doesn't really say much or do much or really compelling in many ways but um because he has a migraine all the time and like he's an okay member of the squad i honestly didn't use him all that much there was just more compelling characters so yeah caden honestly not a big fan of caden i was more on team ashley ashley was better I would say, even though she was a a little bit generic kind of that military type but she's all right she's all right um I mean, we talked about Garrus so much. Garrus is so good, and he only gets better and better and better. Tally, kind of your classic smart. She likes to hang out in the engine room, and she's, like, really smart with uh, with mechanics and good at hacking stuff. And I like her. I especially like the her accent that I don't really know what it, whatever the fuck she's from, but I love the little accent that she has. And, oh, I got Captain Anderson. I mean, fuck Captain Anderson, bro. I mean... Oh, he's just kind of the cog in the machine a little bit, but he's um, he does the right things at the right times. And like, yeah, Anderson, he's longstanding character. He's kind of he's 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 pretty awesome. He's pretty awesome. So I don't know, man. Let me know what your favorite character is. I think in terms of the characters in this game, kind of similar to like the first season of a television show. Like you're kind of just getting introduced to a lot of these characters, getting introduced to a lot of alien species. You're learning a lot about the history of those species, which honestly I skipped a lot of because I just. I've heard this before, and maybe I could have used a freshening up, I'll admit, but, um, yeah, it's really, really cool, man, like, I just love how much creativity was put into the aliens, they're all really cool, they all have, like, shit going on, like, um, Rex, the, the quarians, or whatever the hell they are, no, the, the freaking, the Krogan, damn it, how could I have forgotten the Krogan, oh, the Krogan, oh my god, god but like the krogan are like really cool man like they got this genophage thing going on and like wiped out most of their species and they're like trying to come back but like 
every, all the other alien species are trying to keep them low in population because if there's too many Krogan around, they're going to take over the universe because they're like these massive like reptilian creatures that like, yeah, they're like battle masters. Like they're fucking awesome. And Rex is like one of the major like leaders of the Krogan. He's awesome. I love the Krogan. Honestly, all the aliens in this game are awesome. I think they're all really cool. Even the little chubby ones that like are just kind of merchants. like just go... Hello. Like, even those dudes are kind of cute. They're kind of freaking cute. I, I mean, geez. So, I love I love a lot of the characters. Even, like I said, they are, they're a little bit bland in this game. They're kind of like, like I said, they need a little bit of time to cook in the oven. But as the game goes on, the more you talk to them, so you can go into your ship. And pretty much after every mission, it's definitely not to the level of Mass Effect 2, where, like, pretty much after every major thing or kind of major side quest, you can go and have a pretty good conversation with a lot of your members. In this one, you have some good conversations. They're not as deep as they are in Mass Effect 2, but you get to learn a lot about the species and stories and history of all that. It's really cool. Uh, Some of them have some, like, cool, funny things to say. And again, because of Shepard being a a jerk to everybody, they didn't open up probably as much as as some of them would, except for Rex, because Rex just doesn't give a fuck. Like, he likes being, like, kind of people being a jerk to him so like yeah he was a really a lot of fun to deal with so he was cool but yeah it's another thing that they definitely set a really good framework in this game and they just took it to a whole nother level in the next game so i mean i like the base work it's not the best but i do it i did like a lot of the characters in this game aside from Caden, because he was just fucking a kind of a butt plug kind of sucked but um what didn't suck in this game honestly now that i look back on it uh the music when i was playing through the game i had no problem with the music it's just i didn't really notice it throughout most of it so like when i'm just kind of walking around exploring things the music doesn't really display itself it's not going over the top but when it's time for the music to go nuts like when fucking shit's going crazy explosions epic boss fights well the boss fights themselves aren't epic but they feel that much more epic with the music man like music in this game is really good um on the side, like when it's kind of when things are kind of calm, it's kind of just like you know that kind of shit. But it's kind of it reminds me of Stranger Things. But obviously, Mass Effect came out before that. But I, I get the Stranger Things vibes, and it's definitely feels spacey. I really like the vibe of the music. It fits the setting really well. And when the action is cranked up, they crank up the music, and and I like it. I think the music is really good. Um, honestly, for the most part, I was podcasting throughout this game. I would. Whenever a cutscene was going on, something major, I'd take it out and I'd listen. But when I'm just kind of going through planets and just kind of the general gameplay, I'd be listening to my podcast. The guns and everything sounded fine. Actually, the guns sounded really good, especially the sniper rifles, where they're like, they're like, they sound really good. So all the sound effects were really good. In terms of like, I don't know, I found the audio, like this is more of a cutscene issue. We'll talk about graphics, I guess like we'll mix graphics and music in all right now. But I found with the audio and like the graphics would like kind of cut out awkwardly during the cutscenes. Or like it would be oddly really, really quiet sometimes where you feel like there should be some sound there. I found the cutscenes to be a little bit awkward. Even the movements, the movements of the characters felt a little bit weird. I think that's kind of an EA thing. I'm not a big fan of the way that EA animates their their games. I just I don't like the way that it is. It it's kind of like robotic. It's like how a robot would like interpret a human moving, I guess. It it looks sort of real, but something about it is fake. If if that makes any sense, I don't know. But 
yeah, the graphics were kind of weird, but for the most part, the sound effects are good. Like I said, voice acting is, for the most part, very, very good. The only person that I give a little bit of flack to is Shepard. But I think for the most part, that's just because it's, it's for the most part, it's trying to be neutral sounding. But when she or he is being goofy or being mean, there's definitely that stank in her voice. I'll say her because I played as a female. And uh, she definitely got some stank in her voice when she was being, um, what do you got, a little cheeky there. How about that? Um, so, yeah, I mean, it was fine. It, it just wasn't the best performance. I think, all, I think everyone else was a little bit better than Shepard. I liked um, Garrus was great. Rex was great. Tally was great. I really liked her. Yeah, I think the Void Joker, of course, was was very good. I mean, Seth Seth Green is uh is he's he knows what he's doing out there. But yeah, I remember that when he first played when I first played it, I was like, is that is that Chris Griffin? Is that the dude? I was like, oh my god, he's from Doctor Evil. I'm like, oh, that's wicked. It was kind of nice to see. I don't know, just a dude that I knew from acting that was in a video game. It was kind of not well, like that didn't happen very often back then to have like. Even though I mean, Seth Green, he's a celebrity, but he's not like a I don't know a triple A plus celebrity, I guess. But I knew him, and I thought it was really cool to see him in a video game. So there was that. But the voice acting, yeah, was good. I really liked the music and graphically. So. I'm going off of how I played it on the Legendary Edition, and for the most part, it was a decent upgrade. I thought it was a decent upgrade. A little bit inconsistent, I must say. So the facial animations, for the most part, characters look good, especially the alien characters. The the ones that looked the most goofy, honestly, were the humans. I thought the humans looked the goofiest, especially their big, goofy eyes. Like they Sometimes the looks on their face, they look so surprised when they're not so lo- supposed to look that surprised. Like it's, um, it's a little bit goofy, but you know, in a way, I, I, like I'm not going to really dock it or anything that majorly because it's kind of charming in a way. But um, yeah, switching weapons, sometimes I would get the weird glitches where like I, it, she wouldn't stop like aiming forward, so I would have to like keep changing out my weapons until the aiming would allow me to move again because it would just get locked in on a certain position. Like I'm, I can't stop going to the left, so that was pretty annoying. Overall, I thought the, um, I thought the environments and everything. That's where it kind of got. A little bit inconsistent so like some environments some of the backgrounds looked very very dull like more more or less like the outposts and stuff like that some of the planets were a little bit dull but i mean some planets are dull like i mean mars is just kind of red and dusty right so but some of the planet i mean like the citadel was pretty gorgeous it's like kind of the main capital city i guess and like it's got some shit going on it's pretty cool but there's a lot of empty space I find in Mass Effect. Like, uh, it's not as populated. It doesn't feel very lively. Like, you go into a bar and, like, yeah, there's people there, but it doesn't feel, like, full and lively. It definitely feels like a, a last-gen video game in that sense. But I will say some of the environments, though, some places look really, really, really good. Like, way better than some of the other places. Like, uh, Vermeer was gorgeous with the water and, like, the rocks and everything. I love the colors. Like kind of tropical a little bit it just really stood out that one was really pretty ios was fuck downright gorgeous i mean some of the overgrown and like just a lot there's a ton of detail later on in the game it feels like the first bit of it is a little bit bland and it feels very like futuristic like clean and and i don't know rounded off and shit i don't know it just some places were not very appealing and then other places i was like oh okay here's the this kind of looks like a ps5 like you got the nice lighting you get the shadow effects and everything like that but yeah overall i didn't think the character models really looked 
all that much better. Like, it was an improvement, but I wasn't, like, stunned or anything like that. So, it was an okay upgrade. Like, it's definitely, it wasn't bad, that's for sure. I think the graphics are just dandy. They're just fine. And, yeah, I think that's just about everything that I wanted to talk about with Mass Effect. I mean, I had a great time playing Mass Effect. I honestly couldn't put it down, even though I was having my difficulties with the game at times. Uh, Sometimes it was hard to navigate some of the places. Like, there were a few times where, like, I really didn't know where I was going or what where I was supposed to go necessarily, and I would kind of just luckily walk into it. But yeah, some of the level design is a little bit generic, a little bit bland, and uh, kind of just shooting your way through hallways at time, a lot of that, a little bit. But the great thing about Mass Effect is the powers are a lot of fun to use. The weapons are solid, pretty satisfying to use as well. So that brings a lot into the funness of the gameplay. If this was just a generic, like, just a shooter, a cover shooter, this would be pretty bad. Like, this would be a bad game. Take out the story. This would be bad. It wouldn't be a very good game. But with a really strong story, I like the story a lot in this game. Not going to go too into detail with story and stuff like that, but I thought the story was really cool. I I liked how it unraveled in the end and the big epic kind of... um, sprint to the finish or sprint for the finale kind of finish where it's a big rush and you're like oh fuck we gotta we gotta do this we gotta get here fast like we're really well done i just wish the cutscenes were a little bit cleaner it kind of like took me out of the vibe a little bit but um yeah man i think mass effect definitely still holds up i'm very happy to see that it's it got this legendary collection so that people can experience it especially because mass effect the first game it's definitely a big turnoff for a lot of people like it's definitely got some jank the original this one i would say is much playable i would say it's very playable Uh, i had a good time with it and it's uh, it's a good enough game and it would get you to the better games in mass effect 2 and 3 where i think the series really starts to open up yes i understand that mass effect 3 is a very controversial game it pissed off a lot of people but uh, it didn't piss me off that bad honestly i really enjoyed mass effect 3 and mass effect 2 i've said it a few times on this podcast it's one of my favorite games i have ever played and i cannot wait to revisit it in this remastered collection and see if it still holds up today it's been a quite a long time since i played through mass effect 2 so i i'm going to be doing a mass effect 2 playthrough in uh in a little bit i don't know if i'm gonna do it soon but uh when i do it i will let you guys know and then we will do an episode on mass effect 2 when that day comes because oh my goodness i love mass effect 2 but i had a great time i had a really I wouldn't say a great time. I had a good, good time with Mass Effect. Going back there, the nostalgia was there. The music definitely gave me the go- the nest- nostalgia goosebumps a little bit there. When I would hear it, I'm like, oh, fuck. Especially that the death sound when it's like, bum, dun, 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 bum, 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 That, I was like, oh, yeah, I've heard that a lot of times. I mean, it's not a hard game, but I definitely died a handful of times. I wouldn't say it's hard, though. Definitely not hard. Uh, but I would recommend it, man. If you haven't checked out Mass Effect, I mean, if if... You like an action RPG with um, some cool power abilities and a story that actually has some meaning into it. And yes, I know that maybe the finale in Mass Effect 3 wasn't up to everybody's standards, but I can't deny that the ride along the way, even though the finale may not have slapped, but I'll never forget Mass Effect 2. And Mass Effect 1 was about as solid as I remember it being. I enjoyed it a lot back then, and I still enjoy it now. Uh, Is it... I mean, you can skip it. You can absolutely skip it, but... I think for the sake of the series, you should go through and play all three of them because 
being able to make your decisions in the first game and it means something in the third game, I think is really cool. And if you made those decisions, those decisions yourself, it's much more satisfying than just letting the game have a predetermined or pre-picked path for you. So I would recommend going back and playing through Mass Effect 1 and making those decisions because they're actually pretty fucking awesome. The gameplay is sound. Just look into and see what class is your uh, kind of play style. I like the Vanguard because it's kind of fast paced. Get up close and personal with the shot guns and like oh yeah put up a barrier you can't touch me really fun and satisfying overall i'm giving this game a 7 out of 10 now that's not the entire package of the legendary edition i'm just reviewing mass effect 1 the entire package it's a phenomenal package i mean i got it it's for i think it was free on ps plus or something i got it for free like an incredible package like three of some of my favorite games ever made one of my favorite trilogies of games ever made and one package upgraded with trophies and everything oh fuck yeah uh highly recommended package but yes is it worth going back to check out mass effect 1 hell yeah i think it is hell yeah i had a good Good time playing this game 7 out of 10 and that is it everybody thank you so much let me know what you what your memories are of mass effect what your favorite characters were what was your favorite weapon and what was your favorite class what's the class that you use i've always been a vanguard person but i really want to try and get out of that and try a different class because there's so many other classes i mean i really would like to try a, a tech class because i've never really went with the tech one and that one just seems like kind of a trolley class so let me know man let me know what you guys thought of mass effect one That'll be it for me. Thank you so much for listening. You can go back and listen to any of the previous GX GamerCast. There's over 30, some odd of them now. Last week I did, um, what did we talk about last week? I don't remember what I talked about. Oh, Super Castlevania 4 was last time. And uh, before that, there was Neon White. So I did a fucking old retro game. Then I did a new indie game. And now I'm doing a, a, what the hell are we even talking about right now? Fucking... Oh yeah, Mass Effect, Mass Effect. It's been a long day, okay? I've been recording podcasts like crazy. This is a little peek behind the curtain. This is the Mass or the WrestleMania weekend, so I'm I'm. This is the day before WrestleMania, so I'm trying to get a lot of stuff done so that I I have enough time to get through all the WrestleMania stuff. So um, sorry if it sounds a little bit rushed or a little bit clunky, but you know I am still a podcaster in in training and stuff like that. But again, thanks everybody for for listening and sticking around. If you want to get involved with the podcast, send in a question related to video games pod or uh i was i was gonna say question about podcasting i mean sure why not uh video games movies recommendations anything like that if you have any questions for the podcast send them in i'll answer them on the podcast if you want me to and all that great stuff let me know if there's any uh verses that you would like to see i'm planning on doing a jack and daxter versus ratchet and clank versus so if you have something maybe a sly cooper versus blank that could be really fun or just let me know i think that could be a really fun series that we can do in the future and be on the lookout for that episode in the future i'm almost done both of those games ratchet and clank and jack and Daxter and um, the episode is building up quite nicely so that should be coming out fairly soon so be on the lookout for that and as always have yourselves a lovely day I'm so sorry if this is coming out on a Monday fuck man goddamn Mondays but hopefully this podcast is getting you through that a little bit of your day and I hope it made it just that little bit better and um, as always thank you guys so much for listening we will be back again with another episode on another day but enjoy some Mass Effect music and the rest of your day <laughs>